0: What's going on, everybody? This is the Yardbirds Podcast here. Hey, what's going on? Not too much. How are you doing? Not too bad. Happy Mother's Day.
1: Yeah, happy Mother's Day to you too. I know we we are both like mothers, so. Yeah. Yeah, celebrating a lot. Went on a run and have done a whole lot of nothing today, so it's been (laughs) wild.
0: Yeah, same. This weekend has been pretty boring. Weather's been kinda chilly, you know, weird May, so Yeah, not definitely a whole lot going on. Definitely.
1: Yeah, and I've just uh <clears throat> just about got finished with all my graduation requirements. So it's like I'm finally getting to the end of the tunnel here.
0: When's the big day that you're finished?
1: Uh next Saturday. So that's when that's Excellent. when I'm done with school. Yeah, it's nice. <clears throat>
0: I, man, I I don't know how you did it going this long with school.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm pretty over it.
0: I was just talking with my <laughs> friends the other day how we've been out of school for
1: four years and how, you know, yeah,
0: it's crazy that it's been that long. I wish I could looking.
1: I wish I could tell you that, but it hasn't felt like that at all for me.
0: So. <laughs> I like looking back on it. I would have like I I would have been able to redo my entire college experience in the time I was finished between. When I was done and when you're going to be finished, which freaks me
1: out. Yeah. So, yeah, trust me. I hour hear to that. you, man.
0: Hour to you. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought today, like, we could just have a quick chat about some of these uh, drafts from the division rivals and then yeah. kind of talk schedule release that will probably end up being irrelevant in a few months, but
1: yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll pretend cool. it matters.
0: Exactly. Over we'll ten, it matters for a bit. So let's start off talking with the division rivals. We'll start with the juicy one, the Dallas Cowboys. They had seven picks this year. Did you have any major takeaways from their draft picks, other than Pitt alum and stud quarterback Ben DiNucci going to Dallas?
1: Did yeah, Ben DiNucci, the uh, really, really the the gem of that. Draft yeah. class. I um, mean, if I had a
0: bank on one guy becoming a stud Hall of Fame town, it's him.
1: Yeah. Uh I totally agree. No, he was uh he was rough at Pitt. I was uh, texting my yes. friend. I was texting my friend who's a Cowboys fan, and I was like, that's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. I'm intrigued. We were, we were watching the draft, we're like, is this guy even draft eligible? Like does Dallas know <laughs> that they're taking him or do they mean like somebody else?
1: Yeah. I mean outside of uh <laughs> outside of Tanucci, who we don't have to spend literally any time on. Now I actually I, I thought they had a, a solid draft. I thought thought they have uh, very much an upside draft outside of uh outside of C D lamb anyway. I mean the C D Lamb obviously being like a a crazy, crazy good pick. Um yeah. I don't I don't think we need to um I think we talked about it a bit on the last yeah. podcast. So the Eagles not moving up. Um, which personally I'm I'm content with um and I don't I don't I don't think they had many opportunity to move up there and it kind of just fell to the into the Cowboys lap even if it's not mm-hmm. the type of pick the Cowboys um you know, even if it's not the type of pick that like the, the, even if he's not playing a whole lot this year I think that's easily like incredible value pick there right and then you've got uh They took in the second round, Trayvon Diggs. I thought that – I was was content. As an Eagles fan, I was happy with them taking Diggs because I don't think he really has the talent. I think he is extremely athletic. I think he's got the profile of – I don't know what he was coming out of high school, but he absolutely plays like he was like a top talent out of high school who has gotten as far as he has on his athleticism and – has thrown um, form to the to the wayside, and if they can develop him into someone who has good form, he's he's going to be he's going to be a steal. Um, but I think he's pretty raw, and I thought that um, you can't really get away with pure athleticism in the NFL. I think that's very rare.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree, <laughs> and I think he's an okay pick. You know, I know a lot of. Other draft pundits are split on him. Some people really like him because of his upside. Some people don't because he's really raw, has some development. He's absolutely
1: um, a day two Cowboys pick, like uh, yeah. like an upside pick.
0: Yeah, but outside of him, I like their ne- Neville Gallimore pick in the third round. I think he's more talented than a third round pick. So to get him there is great value. Uh I also like Bradley and I in the fifth round. Yeah, Bradley
1: I th- and I in the fifth is incredible. Even if you didn't That's- think he was a second round pick or a third round pick, like he was being lauded as, you know, the, yeah, a a, a a supplemental pick in the fifth round is absurd. Like getting that guy a one seventy nine overall is uh, it's absolutely, frankly, disgusting. Absolutely.
0: They it's had... weird that he lasted that long. I don't know why he fell all the way there because I saw in a lot of mocks him going somewhere in the third round. Yeah, and he was. The ends guy... always get up, right? Like their draft value always gets bloated because of the position. So people kind had of their eye
1: on him for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, like to, yeah. to take a guy like that in the fifth is is impressive, and then you've got a uh, Reggie Robinson I'm I'm not too well versed in I know people do like him I think he's that's about at value for him Tyler Biotish, um, I believe is how to pronounce his name um, I'm, uh,
0: your guess is as good as mine okay. I'm not even going to try that one Let's
1: let's go with it then Uh okay. that, that was the pick the Eagles traded out of uh, in the 4th round and I thought that was uh that was a fine pick he's not um he's not an yeah, athletic people are freak
0: Yeah i bad about that Yeah I heard- Eagles fans like livid that they traded out to the Cowboys to get this guy. And they were like, well, we just gave the Cowboys their center for the next 10 years. I'm like, this
1: guy's a fourth round pick. Yeah.
0: He might not be good. He's you almost
1: know? very close to being a fifth round pick. You know, relax.
0: Yeah. 146 overall. There wasn't a lot of the... discussion about him before the draft. I mean, like he his, could his,
1: his name's been around but... for a while, but he's not their next starting center. Like he's, he doesn't have the athletic, like he's not, like he's the, not a, Travis athletic not profile doesn't mean it's not the end of the, the day. Like, you know, I keep talking about athletic profiles right now. Like it's, you know, that's their only, um, talent, but he's someone who's, he's got a lot of good form. He, he can probably step in and, and play, but I wouldn't expect him to be like, a you know, groundbreaking center. He will be just very good in what he does.
0: Absolutely. So
1: I, Absolutely. but, but in the fourth round at, at the same time, yeah, we didn't give him their starting center. I don't think anyway. Um, but at the same time, you know, I thought that was good value at fourth round. I thought that's, uh, that is a fine pick. I thought they had a good draft, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I agree. If I had to give the Cowboys a grade, I'd give them a B, only because I don't think they address positions of need with important picks. CeeDee Lamb is a complete luxury pick. Not smart when you're building a team. Trayvon Diggs, they're desperate for a day one starter at corner. I don't think that's a smart pick for them. He's upside, not refined. They needed pass rush help and D line help. Well, they got some in Neville Gallimore, but they waited until the fifth round to take a defensive end or a pass rusher. I think that's a weird decision. So yeah, I do. I, I do like where they picked their players. The problem is I just don't think from a team perspective, they did. They did it the right way. What would, do you think?
1: I would probably give them like, a, I didn't, I don't have like grades prepared or anything, but, uh, I probably probably would give them an A minus. I think that they had a, and I, I'm not an easy grader either, for the record. But I thought they had a good draft. I thought that, you know, even if you if you take their needs out of it, which I think if you draft for need, you're already playing like with a handicap. I think if you take yeah. their team needs out of it, then this is this is one of the the top drafts. Given what That's they fair. have, I I I think it's hard. Some people draft grades or grade drafts and they're like oh the dolphins had a great draft because they had three picks in the first round it's like that that has nothing like yeah
0: well so have the browns for years and that hasn't worked out
1: well and the thing is is it's it's like what did you do with the picks that you have not necessarily like that's how that's how i grade for the record not not what are your picks Mm -hmm. it's what did you do with the picks it's like it's like grading free agency based on how much money you spent it's like a stupid concept.
0: Um That's a great point. But, but uh okay. I think,
1: yeah, for, for where they picked, I thought they had a very good draft.
0: I agree. Let's move on to the Washington Redskins. They had the number two overall pick in the draft, taking Chase Young. Outside of that, they didn't have a lot of big, splashy picks because they didn't pick again until the end of the third round, number six. Uh, number 66, they had two fourths, two fifths, two sevenths. I don't know. Their draft to me was extremely average to below average. I like the Chase Young pick a lot, but again, that's hard to get wrong when he's the best player on the board and everybody's bored and he's sitting there at number two.
1: Yeah. Like I think, I, I almost have to give them, <laughs> it's, it's hard, like grading this draft because now all of a sudden we're grading drafts is going to be hard because like taking chase young at two is literally just don't screw it up. And they didn't screw it up. And so for that record or for that matter, it's, it's, it's a, sol- it's a great pick. Like all they had to do is not screw it up and they didn't. Um, yeah. I thought Antonio Gibson and Antonio Gandy golden were interesting picks, but nothing that, uh you know, I thought they were, at or they were drafted at or above their own value and I am the rest of their draft is not really doesn't really do it for me. Um I agree wow. that I wasn't a huge fan of their draft. For the record they have gone through Chase Young drafted in the first round. In the third they took Antonio Gibson running back receiver kind of uh um I like versatile him. I
0: like him. role. A prospect the problem is I don't know what you do with him. So yeah little bit of a you know gadget player if you want to call him that but i mean 66 overall
1: look if you have a role for that kind of guy then uh then keep chris thompson otherwise you know i i don't uh yeah i i i, I guess if you if you have a good role for that type of player then then fine i i understand that that picking that value um Sadiq Charles, they took in the fourth round. The fourth round, they also took Antonio Gandy-Golden, guy out of Liberty, a receiver. Uh, in the fifth, they took Keith Ishmael and uh, Kaliki Hudson, uh, Ishmael being a lineman, an offensive lineman, and Hudson being a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Curl, a safety in the seventh, and also in the seventh, they took James Smith-Williams, a defensive end
0: yeah I think their draft just lacked a lot of
1: yeah I think this draft stinks.
0: yeah it like there's a lot of players on here that most people don't know. there's players on here that I didn't know come into the draft, yeah like both are seventh round picks I hadn't heard of before uh draft weekend, so i
1: should I should specify because I don't know the player doesn't mean the pick stinks, it
0: mm-hmm. just
1: means I don't know the player.
0: I think for what draft capital they had available, it was an okay draft. Any time you get a player like Chase Young, is an automatic win, right? Like, yeah, even that's, if-
1: that's that's what I mean. Like, I don't think you could give this guy or give this team a C because their only top two round pick was Chase Young, and they got Chase Young. Like,
0: right? Like, let's say Chase Young turns out to be a Hall of Famer. It doesn't matter if the rest of these players aren't playing for the or aren't even in the league in two years. Like. If you get an edge rusher right, that's a win. Yep. yep. I agree. I,
1: I agree. And uh, I don't like to think that he's going to be lining up against Andre Dillard this year. That's
0: unfortunate.
1: I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know what side they plan to play him on. I believe when he was at Ohio State, if I remember correctly, he was rushing off that side, off the quarterback's blind side. So
0: I don't think there's much more that needs to be said.
1: Yeah. I... Yeah. You want to give him a grade? You've been grading things.
0: Yeah, I think their their draft gets a C. They got to chase young type talent. Good. Everybody else, I doubt they pan out in the NFL. But maybe they get lucky with somebody. I think a C is a good grade for them.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll give them I'll give my a, a B minus. And the only again, like maybe I'm a nicer grader than you are, but just because like if you threw out the rest of the draft and the only thing they get out of it is Chase Young, like it's it sounds ridiculous, but I don't think. Like they get the B minus, not because like I could have made that pick, but absolutely. But because they because they made the right the pick, they didn't screw it up. They didn't trade back and lose a chance to draft him. Like mm-hmm. probably despite great offers they were getting, like I think that's the right call. So
0: yeah, I like it.
1: All right, moving along, we've got the Giants draft.
0: The New York football Giants, they had a lot of draft picks. I'll read them out real quick because there's a bunch of them here. You had first round, Andrew Thomas, left tackle out of Georgia. Second round, Xavier McKinney, safety out of Bama. Third round, Matt Pert, O-tackle out of UConn. Fourth round, Dornay Holmes, corner out of UCLA. Fifth round, Shane Lemieux, guard out of Oregon. Sixth round, Cam Brown off – outside linebacker out of Penn State. And then they had four seventh-round picks. Carter Coughlin, linebacker Minnesota. T.J. Brunson, inside linebacker South Carolina. Chris Williamson, corner out of Minnesota. Tay Crowder, linebacker out of Georgia. So they are double-dipping on a few schools here. Any of these picks stand out for you, good or
1: bad? Um, I had heard. I, I have not watched any tape on Shane Lemieux but after they made the pick a bunch of people or like a, a lot of people i had read were like all about that pick they're like oh what a great pick It's mm-hmm. like what but um just cuz i hadn't <laughs> just cuz i hadn't heard of him doesn't mean that he's not a, a well known guy but
0: I, yeah i watched a little of him before the draft and i can't remember exactly what my analysis was on him i just remember liking him i think fourth or fifth rounds good value i think i remember thinking he was somewhere in the um Late third to early fourth round range, so I like that pick too. Uh, one of the other picks I, I like Xavier McKinney in the second rounds, you know, I think you and I both liked him. Not a flashy player, but certainly a high quality uh safety to get in the second round.
1: Yeah, I think floor. I think that's a solid spot for them for him. I think that that's um probably close to value. I think I was a little high higher on Xavier McKinney but I had him as like a I thought he was like kind of a, a late first early second type of guy I thought I thought that's probably the correct value there mm-hmm. and Andrew Thomas the first pick there it's it's pretty much you know there's four offensive tackles you knew they were going to take they were likely anyway to take one of them and uh, they took one of them so and they took their favorite one at that so I think that goes that goes away
0: yeah and you can't really fault them for taking Thomas. There were a lot of good options at that point. If you wanted to go with one of the other guys, I don't think yeah. I could blame you. They decided what? to go with a left tackle out of the SEC. It's hard to really fault them for doing it.
1: The the only thing I can fault them for is, uh, is not trading this pick back. I think that if you're going – I mean, like, sure, you took your guy here at offensive tackle. There's a pretty much a consensus that three to four of these offensive tackles were the guy. And I feel, and maybe they, maybe the Dolphins and the Chargers never came calling. But if you got two teams who are going quarterback five and six, I just really doubt that any of them make an attempt to move up and secure their guy so that just to block anybody else from trading up.
0: I couldn't agree more because if you look at the draft order from, You know, just the top 10. You had Miami right after them, Chargers right after them, and then Carolina, Arizona, Jacksonville, Cleveland. Now, a couple of those teams took tackles, but you knew Miami was going with a quarterback, probably Tua. If the Giants are really plugged in like they should be, you would think that they were also going to be in the know that the Chargers are taking a, a quarterback, probably Herbert so you could get some good value moving down there maybe the chargers want to move up and leapfrog miami to get to uh, who knows yeah I mean, were... th- Go
1: that's, ahead. that's 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 ex- no that's exactly it i think it was the bears did it a couple years ago people like people crushed them because the 49ers traded back one pick so the bears could move up to get trubisky like gr- like sure trubisky didn't work out or isn't working out but that doesn't take away from the fact that I I love the the move like like if he's your guy go get him like and just stop other teams from trying to make him their guy. Absolutely, um, you know, and that doesn't go for every position. There's positions where you sit tight and you just you know wait for the board to fall to you. But it, the quarterback's gonna be the face of your franchise. Like go make a move and show some commitment here.
0: Absolutely, yeah, scared just... money don't make no money hey there you go absolutely but you know in a year where you've got so many top level offensive tackle prospects it is it's just a strange move to not see them try to move back because okay maybe Andrew Thomas in their opinion was heads and shoulders above the rest but was he that much better than Jedrick Wills or Makai Becton or Tristan Wirfs where you couldn't risk trading down three or four spots and Okay, if we don't get Thomas, which they probably still could have, you know, we'll take one of these other guys. I don't know. It's a curious yeah. move by Gettleman, but at the same time, I think Thomas is still a good prospect.
1: It's yeah, like to- exactly. You can't can't fault him for it. All
0: right. So the rest of these picks here, I think, are pretty just plain. Yeah, they're pretty
1: vanilla. Pretty um, vanilla.
0: I mean Matt Pert, I think that's a little early for him out of UConn. I doubt he amounts he's gonna be an inside player for them, you know, probably probably a play guard at that uh on their team. And he's gonna be a backup. So, you know, whatever. They probably could have gone for a yeah. better pick than a backup guard in the third round, considering all their needs, but you know, whatever. Um then yeah, a lot of sixth and seventh round picks that I don't think need a ton of analysis or discussion. Any final thoughts on the Giants draft here?
1: Um, no, no, uh, I think we, I think we touched on the big stuff sixth and yeah. seventh rounds or, you know, I really care to talk about them. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I
0: agree. If I had to give the giants a grade, I also, I'd give them probably a C plus B minus, you know, I like McKinney. I think Andrew Thomas is fine. Uh, but ultimately if they didn't secure a ton of, they, they they needed a lot, like they needed a they needed a, a deep draft here, right? They couldn't they can't just afford to get one or two players. They needed to get four to five good prospects to build their team. So probably B minus would be a the grade I would give them there because they did get a couple good players, but they really lacked uh, you know the depth that you're looking for for a franchise that's rebuilding.
1: Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think I give them a, I give them a C plus. I think. Uh... I think, I mean, granted, maybe one of these teams didn't call to trade up, but I have a hard time believing neither of these teams called to trade up. I think you can get either Andrew Thomas or a related talent there. I think that Xavier McKinney is an at-value pick. Um, I just don't think they, like, sure, maybe they hit their drafts and hit a, you know, they didn't do anything that's disappointing per se, Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like, they get a passing grade. Like, a C-plus is a passing grade.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So just for comparison's sake, before we move on to the Eagles schedule here, because we're going to kind of shift our focus to the schedule that just came out yep. this week. Um, you know, I don't know if we ever gave grades for the Eagles draft, but just to kind of compare, um, you know, when we had our discussion about the Eagles draft a couple of weeks ago, did you give a grade for the Eagles? I don't think we ever even did. I don't think um, we did grades, but if you had to give them one compared to the three drafts that we just discussed, would you say the Eagles were good, better, worse average,
1: I, I thought they drafted better than the Redskins and the Giants, but not as good as the Cowboys. And that is not like I, People are living and dying by the Jalen Hurts pick. And I've I've been over here saying, here's the reason they may have done this. And I'm super high on Rager. So I'm higher on the Eagles draft than most would be. I think they're, in my book, they're somewhere between a B and a B Um, plus. I thought that um, I did like Darian Taylor in the third, but I thought there were other guys who I thought were, would be great picks in the third. I do think that the Jalen Hurts pick could have been a million other players that, well, not a million, but probably 10 other players that uh, I would have been happier with. But at the end of the day, I'd probably give him a B. I'd probably give him a a down-the-line B. I thought that Rager, they got him, um, for what I thought anyway, at value. Yeah, I thought that the Hurts pick is not a good pick. Um but I also thought that they crushed it with the Kayvon Wallace pick and with trading back for Marquise Goodwin and with uh and with drafting uh the, the receivers they did later on the draft uh, on top of Prince Tego Winogo in like the sixth. So <laughs> it's like there's there's enough in there's enough in there for me to say that their day three and their day one makes up for their day two.
0: Yeah, I hear you. And if I had to give them a grade, I'd go B minus, a little bit under your grade. Yes, yeah, I think I'm
1: just like, a better I think I'm just a nicer grader than you are. I think that's
0: Well, you know what? Just <laughs> not to not to get off topic here too much, but you know, I was reading a few articles the day after the draft and there was a guy that was giving every team A's or B's and one team a C. I was like if you're really being objective about this, you know that there's teams out there that sucked this draft weekend, and you're not admitting it. Like, come yeah. on, like not everyone can crush the draft. It's just a fact of life. But anyway, just and my reasoning for this is, I think Jalen Rager is a good player in the first round. Um, wasn't a, you know, wasn't like a TD Lam to them, but it was a good player to position. And he like that pick like a B. Again, Hurts, not to belabor the I, point, terrible I pick.
1: I don't mean to cut you off. I'm, i am i got to sit you down for a second. I'll be right back. Yeah, no sorry. problem.
0: But, yeah, Jalen Hurts in the second round, I think that's just a bad pick, not necessarily because it's a quarterback, but because I don't think Hurts is good value at 53. I had him as like a late day three, maybe even – I'm sorry, a late round three, maybe even day three type of player. So I just think it's an, a, it's a reach at that point. But the Eagles did redeem themselves. I loved their day three picks. Kayvon Wallace was a great pick. Uh, Prince Teguanogo, I thought, in the sixth round was tremendous value. He's got a lot of medical red flags, which will probably impact his season this year. But I still think, you know, for a sixth-round pick, taking that chance is tremendous. The receivers they both, they got, I both liked. So, uh, you know, I think they did a lot of redeeming and basically put uh, you know, it's hard to come back from the second day, of the draft pick was rough, and I wasn't a fan of the Taylor pick too much, so B-minus. You know, probably, just like John said, in between the Giants, Redskins, and the, uh, the Cowboys, you know, probably they probably had the second or third best draft. Okay. All right, I'm back. All right, sounds good. Let's move on to the schedule then and we can just talk about what is probably going to be a meaningless exercise in a few months because I don't know about you, but I highly doubt that this schedule remains as is. I think this is going to end up getting moved. I think the games will still be played, but I don't think they're going to be played in the order and on the days that they're uh, stated. What about you, John? Do you think this schedule is going to be played as is?
1: I think I think it um I think the dates, the specific dates will get moved around. Um But outside of that, um yeah, I mean
0: You think it'll just get moved a bit.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see it moved around, but until they know further, like I feel like the NFL is just moving like business as usual with uh with reservations, but it's, you know, if they have to move it, move it then, don't move it now. So I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with the schedule, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I don't think there's, it's a problem that they released it. I actually kind of like it because it gives people something to talk about, a little semblance of normalcy. So I, I, you know, I don't have a problem with them releasing it. I just, you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to get too worked up about it because I do think it's going to be adjusted. But right now, this is the information we have, so let's work off of it. I think it'll be a nice exercise for us to go down the list here and just kind of do wins and losses. And then we can kind of come up with a prediction for the year. And as we both know, these are always 100% accurate and we get them right all the time. But I still think it's a fun thing to do. So let's kick it off. The Eagles for seems like the millionth year in a row start the year against Washington and this time it is at Washington, and as everybody remembers, the last time the Eagles started the the year at Washington was 2017, the year they won the Super Bowl. So, John, what do you think happens Week One against the Fighting Riverboat Ron's under that new? It, it amazes me that staff? we
1: open with the Redskins every year. Why do we keep doing I don't this? Know. i don't um, know. I'm like kind of over it. Like, give us us a different opener. Like, I don't mind the Redskins. It's a fine, like, divisional game open the season. Like, usually we should have a good go. I think they've got a great advantage against the Redskins here. First game under new head coach may not see a preseason, hardly any training camp. I'm expecting, like, it's Uh, hopefully it should be a good deal just because of the new head coach. Unfortunately, we don't play any more fresh head coaches for like seven more weeks after that. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy to open up against the Redskins again.
0: Yeah. I think that's a nice ease into the season. I mean, so far it's just been essentially an extension of the preseason. The Redskins have not been good recently. I think that's going to be an easy win for the birds. I think riverboat Ron will end up being a good head coach. I like Rivera. I like his style. However, I don't think their quarterback situation is quite hammered out yet. The team just seems to really be rocking right now. They're not uh, stabilized. There's a lot of upheaval in many of the key positions. I think this is is an easier win for the Eagles, and they move on uh, to week two here. So week two, the Eagles come home for a two-day home or a two-game home stand the first of which is against the Los Angeles
1: Rams. Home opener against the Rams. Yeah, that's – that I think is going to be – I don't know. The Rams are in regression, I think. They they went and they did exactly what they planned to do, which is spend all of their assets on trying to win the Super Bowl now, and they didn't, and here they are. So – I think I think it's not as rough a game as it might look at a glance, but to underestimate them would be the wrong move. I think that this will be uh it'll be a good game for a home opener. I think that it'll be a competitive game. Absolutely. Like I to think, think that it... the Eagles may not regress would be uh I I mean I, I think they'll be a better team this year, but I wouldn't be surprised by regression either. I think I think this is a good game against two good teams.
0: I think, you know, as every year does, it all comes down to injuries. So we're going to assume for this exercise, all teams are healthy, which is not going to happen, but it's the best information well, shoot. we have. I mean,
1: they, this might be the first time these players are leaving their homes.
0: Yep. So maybe exactly.
1: everybody will be healthy until the end of the game when they're all injured.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I think the Eagles roll in this game. I think the Rams are on the down. I like McVay as a head coach. I just think that roster is – really in upheaval Goff has looked shaky, you know, last year and even the year before. So, you know, I, I don't know if I believe in their overall team to carry them to more than eight wins. So I, I gotta, I gotta give the Eagles a win here at home.
1: I don't believe in McVeigh the way that people do. I think he's, uh, I, th- maybe it's just me being the contrarian. Who's like sick of hearing about McVeigh. Uh, But I don't think that he's got some magical system that the whole NFL is trying to replicate like the media may have told you for the past. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. But I actually think McVeigh is a better head coach than he is offensive guru coordinator. I think his quote-unquote system that he has is a little bit of snake oil. But I think he's actually a good head coach. Like, he's a good... Manager of men, leader of men, he knows how to uh coordinate the game well. I yeah. I like him as a head coach, so I I'm always going to give him, you know, probably a six win floor. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't dislike McVay as a person, for the record. Let me yeah let me put that out there.
0: Yeah, but okay, so we I'm both have the about yeah. We both have the Eagles winning that game, proving to two and zero. Yep. Next game, Cincinnati Bengals at home. Uh, I think that's another win. I like Burrow. I like their team. I don't know that they're got they're getting that much better this offseason other than at Burrow.
1: It's it's funny. I don't know how to feel about the Bengals because I, I think they absolutely improve with Burrow. I just don't think their roster is like as grossly bad as their record implied last year. But, but I don't think they have a good like. I don't think they're playing well. No. But I don't think their roster is that bad. They're just a weird team. Like I don't, I don't understand them. Like should, the Dolphins, different story. Dolphins are like objectively not a good team. Like they don't have good players. They don't. They're not right. putting it together. I, th- I think that their roster is fine. I just, I don't know what the problem is. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised to see them play significantly better a second year into Zach Taylor's system, but I would expect the Eagles to win this game too.
0: Yes. Okay. So yeah, I agree. Although,
1: you know, this, they did lose to the dolphins last year. So like, you know,
0: yeah, again, I mean last year being a really weird season, a lot going on, we're going to assume health. I just think the Eagles are a far better team Better head coach, better quarterback. No offseason. You got to go with the veterans here. They're at home. I think the Eagles improved to three and
1: zero. Next game, Forty Nine ers away, at San
0: Francisco. Now, I think this is going to be a tough game because the next game is at Pittsburgh. So you got you kind of have to split your attention a little bit with this road. Uh, stand that they've got going on here and i'm not a huge believer in the san francisco uh, roster i think they had a really good season i'm not as big of a fan of uh kyle shanahan as most i also think jimmy garoppolo is a little bit of a flash in the pan i think uh, that you would go and win this game out in
1: san francisco yeah i think yeah I think we match – I think the Eagles as a team matches up very well against the 49ers, but I also think that (laughs) this is the wrong way to approach this. I can't objectively or in good faith tell you that I think the Eagles lose to any of the three teams they played before this, Mm -hmm. but I think they lose to the 49ers um, only for the sake of I I don't think the Eagles start out 4-0. I think they wind up dropping one of those first three games. I actually think they match up well against the 49ers, but it's the one I can justify them losing to the most out of these teams. Does that make sense?
0: Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like,
1: I, I I don't, you know, I, I guess I explained it the right way. I think that this game is going to be an extremely tight game. Um, but I, I think that the Eagles lose one of these early games on, and I think it's going to be to the 49ers.
0: Okay. Fair enough. All right. Week five at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this is going to be a loss all the way. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers roster. I'm not a big fan of Big Ben at this point in his career. I think he's really going to be taking a step back. However, there's still a very, very good defense. Yeah, their
1: their defense is legit, yeah.
0: It's a legit. They're, I, I think Tomlin's a great head coach. Their offense as a, as a whole is still good. They have a good offensive line. They have some weapons at running back and wide receiver. I think this is an easy chalk it up loss.
1: Uh I, I disagree. I think they uh I think they win this game. I okay. think that the I think that their defense is much improved. Like I think their defense is great. I think their offense last I mean last year a lot of people attribute the loss in offensive production to just to Ben being injured. But look, there's no nobody's really doing it for them. Like the Their running game is not dynamic. Their passing game, you know, everybody talks about Ben being gone. Nobody talks about AB being gone. I think that Juju all of a sudden has to. He didn't do well last year facing off against cornerback ones. He wasn't Mm -hmm. nearly as productive as people were hoping him to be. I think that they see significant amount of regression. I thought their offense was pretty. You know, I thought the Eagles' offense was rough to watch last year, and I thought the Steelers' offense was even rougher to watch. And nothing – they didn't do anything – they didn't have a first-round pick. They didn't do anything inspiring to improve their team other than get a healthy Ben back. And mm. I, don't, I don't think they're – I think the Eagles wind up taking, taking them on.
0: So I agree with you in the sense that they could very easily win this game. I kind of look at it as they're going to lose one of these games on the road. They're going to win one yeah, of these okay. games right. on the road.
1: Yep. So, I so I think almost, almost the same approach I took with the Niners. Yeah, game.
0: exactly. Like I think they match up better with San Francisco. You're going to get the first game um, against them. I think that's just a better matchup. Although I could absolutely see them beating the Steelers. I don't think they're uh, world beaters by any means at this point. So
1: yeah, um, I think the Steelers have been good for so long. The idea of them being bad is. Is strange, but I don't think they're. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a great season.
0: Yeah, to me, they're somewhere in the nine and seven range, where they've got a very good defense, but the offense is very much struggling. And they're going to knock off a few good teams, but they're going to lose a couple of bad games. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Week six, we got both. We both have the Eagles at four and one, just going down different roads.
1: Yeah. And- so if if you didn't think we were already biased, then uh, yeah, then now you know.
0: So, week six, they come home against Baltimore. I think the Ravens are going to regress this year. I'm not a big believer in Lamar Jackson's thing. I think he's going to end yeah.
1: up I okay think, We're the only people, but
0: good. well, I think he he is going to at some point need to end up playing
1: he's going to have to pass the ball at some point against a defense that you know like can stop Lamar Jackson as a runner. Yes. And it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a rough day.
0: It's gonna be a rough day. They lost some pieces in the offseason. Now they had a very good draft. But I mean he
1: and he, he passed a lot better. He was a much better a much improved passer this year. So I'm probably just gonna eat those words. You know? Oh yeah, no
0: doubt. No doubt. I, like
1: he, he he was a great passer last year. I, I don't
0: I wouldn't call him great. I think he was much improved in just the offensive system. Okay, that's fair. To the MVP level. I mean, he was very good last year. I'm not taking like any-
1: I mean, I, I suppose great for what I had seen about, from him in the yes. past.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I'm not taking any anything away from uh, Lamar Jackson. He was extremely good last year. He-, yeah, total he total deserve
1: it of the MVP.
0: However, when they played the Chiefs in Week Four last year, they made him win from the pocket because Patrick Mahomes just outgunned him. And they could not keep up. And at some point, the Ravens are going to have to start to play him from the pocket and throw the ball. I think yeah. they take a step back this year and maybe go 10 and 6, 11 and 5, somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah, I,
1: I still think they're like a competitive playoff team. Absolutely. Like, I, I just don't think that, like, I, in fact, I even would venture to guess that they beat us in this game. Uh I agree. I just I and that's going to be a prediction. I think they beat us in this game, but I don't think that they're as good as they're getting credit for.
0: I totally agree with that. So I also have the Eagles losing this game at home, dropping yeah. to 4 and 2.
1: I I think my problem with it is I don't think Jim Schwartz has an adaptable defense. Yep. to to account for Lamar Jackson like I don't think I don't think whereas as opposed to the 49ers where I thought we matched up well but we still lose the game because it's a good team I think that we don't match up well against the
0: Ravens because on paper if you think about it what are the Ravens they're a heavy run team that has speed at receiver well the Eagles brought in Darius Slay and now have Avante Maddox on the outside so they've got more speed at corner and they loaded up with speedy linebackers and defensive linemen so on paper, this seems like a good matchup. However, just like you said, Jim Schwartz is allergic to re- to adapting. I don't think he does it. The Eagles lose this game in an ugly way and fall to four and two. Okay, next game we have Week Seven against the New York Giants.
1: All right, we're fighting the clock. By the way, my phone's at four so. percent. Okay,
0: well we'll speed this up here. Um, I think they roll the Giants. The Giants stink.
1: Uh, yeah, same. Cowboys. I don't
0: think we see more than that.
1: And first, first season. Actually, I think these we got Giants, Cowboys, Giants here.
0: Yeah. And
1: I think here the Eagles go on a three-game winning stretch. To the first two are at home, and then they play the Giants on the road. I yeah. think they win all three of them. I think that you got a first-year head coach on a lot of these teams. They're just going to be probably putting it together about this time in the season, um, and. Maybe they drop one of these games. I wouldn't be surprised to see them drop one of these games, but I just think that a more seasoned team against the Giants, I think they should roll from a talent perspective. I think it should be a close game with the Cowboys if they weren't learning a new system, but I think that this is a great opportunity with two of these games being home games to, to take some early wins.
0: I disagree that they beat the Cowboys. I think they lose in week eight. Mike McCarthy's bringing in his new system. They're going to be flashing all these new fancy um, route combinations and pieces on offense like CeeDee Lamb. I think the Eagles get a little bit embarrassed in this game and they drop to five and three next the bye week. And then, just like you said, they're week 10 at the New York Giants. I think, again, they roll this team. They are a bad football team and they improve to six. I think you can just.
1: You can just chalk that up every season, like Eagles yes. beat the Giants both games. Yes.
0: <laughs> so I think at this point I have the Eagles at six and three. You have them at seven and two. Week eleven yeah, now,
1: I think I think they have the opposite of what they've done the last bunch of seasons. I think they start out really hot. Everybody goes full. Uh Carson Wentz is back, baby, and then I think they they show their uh their true colors in the second half of the season.
0: Okay. So week eleven at the Browns. I think the Browns are still a struggling team. I have no faith in Baker Mayfield. I think they win this game.
1: Yeah, I, I think they beat the Browns. I think the Browns are – until the Browns prove me that they're a good team, the Browns are a very bad team.
0: I agree. So you have them in 8-2. I have them they in 7-3. They three.
1: surprise, yeah. Okay, 8-2. Yeah, I think
0: surprise. they could be a surprise, but I still think the Browns are just they're, – they're too underdeveloped. I think the Eagles win that game veteran prowess alone
1: so seahawks against the eagles seahawks uh chalk it up a loss every year Um, okay and that's that
0: i think they (sighs) win this game there's a point in time where the trend has to be broken i think it's this year the seahawks just seem to be spiraling a little bit yeah they made a little bit of a rebound last year but i don't think their roster is very good I think, the I, think Eagles, their
1: roster stinks.
0: I think the Eagles got a lot better than the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks might have even gotten worse. So yes, Russell Wilson's always always a factor. However, he was not good last year against the Eagles at the link. So I'm saying the Eagles finally get their victory over Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. And you think they lose. So we both yeah, keep, have
1: them at keep, eight. And keep right. praying. I think that uh until until the Eagles can show me that they can beat Pete Carroll, they can't. You know, it's like it's been we have lost to the Seahawks so many seasons in a row. I'm pretty over it. Yeah. Um I just don't I don't see them like again, until until they prove they can beat the Seahawks, I don't think they can.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Which so stinks.
1: It we- stinks. It's it's that's like a garbage perspective of it. Like that's very <laughs> Lame decision making, but that's how I feel.
0: All right, week thirteen at Green Bay. I think Green Bay is still good enough. I think Rodgers is still good enough. This is a tough game in uh, November, December. I think they the should have Eagles- beaten
1: us last year.
0: Well, I, the Eagles played very well. They deserve to win that game. So I'm not going to the- discredit the Eagles and the, uh, their game.
1: I, though. I thought they should have lost last year, but I think they match up very well against the. Packers I think they win this game
0: okay so I have them at eight and four you have them at nine and three week 14 come home against the New Orleans Saints I think the Saints are prime for regression I think Drew Brees looks very old this season he started to look old last season I don't think he's got enough left in his arm to get through a full 17 game schedule or full 17 week schedule I think the Saints come back to earth big time and the eagles win this game what say you john
1: uh yeah i think they uh, i think they roll us okay <laughs> that's, that that's another team that i think just i think they're more talented than the eagles i think that they are uh i, I think that they've got more juice on their team than the eagles i think they're line, like i don't see any weaknesses in the saints team mm-hmm. and i i thought that they maintained that you know I, I I think that they they beat us so okay fair enough where where do you have the records at
0: nine and four both of us okay so we got uh three games left here week 15 at Arizona I'll let you take this one first
1: uh, I think we lose to Arizona I agree uh, we historically play poorly against Arizona Larry Fitzgerald is uh, I, like I'm going all off historic takes here like not current. You know, like we should do this this we should do this again when the season gets closer and I can like <laughs> yeah. I can look at specific matchups on teams because so many teams changed so much in the offseason that I haven't had a chance to look at a lot of them. But I think that um I think that, that Arizona beats us. I think that they I think they have a surprisingly good season. I think their okay. division is gonna be tough because it's not necessarily a, a tough division to play against this year as much as it is all these teams could be very good.
0: I agree. I think the division is full of teams that are good, not great. Like a lot of 10 and 4 or 10 and 6, 11 and 5, yeah, 9 like, and 7. Yeah, I have us teams.
1: losing a couple games to there. Like we could go 4 and 0 or 0 and 4 against their division and not I would not be surprised.
0: Yeah. I just think the Cardinals made a lot of upgrades on offense this season. I think Kingsbury for whatever reason is going to find his groove this year in Arizona. I think their offense is top 10 maybe even top 5 and they have a surprisingly good season they may be even sneaking into the playoffs so i think the eagles lose this game in the desert and drop to 10 and 4 here's the big one week 16 to, at drop Dallas. Drop to 7 and
1: 4 or drop to uh, 9 and 5
0: uh i think 9 and 5 you're right math is not my friend today 9 and 5 They've dropped the nine and five week 16 at the Dallas Cowboys. What are you taking here for the Eagles?
1: Uh, I, I think, I think we dropped this game. I had them beating the Cowboys earlier in the season at home. I think we lose on the road. They are at this point. They've got almost a full season under Mike McCarthy. I think the Cowboys start to jive toward the end of the season a little bit. This game's on the road. It's an end of season game. Um, I think the, I have the Eagles on three game losing stretch here, which I is kind of how I see this going, you know, I lose uh, four of their last six, which is not ideal.
0: I think the Eagles kill Dallas in this game because the Cowboys are untough. Mike McCarthy is uninspiring and the Cowboys do not have any juice. They may have a lot of flashy moves this off season that will win them a few games. They should not win. However, They are not going to win the games that they should win, like this one. So the Eagles on veteran experience and just an overall better coaching staff, head coach, quarterback combination, get this game done because they're starting to build momentum towards the playoffs. I think that um, they're a playoff team this year, and they're going to win this division. I don't believe in Dallas at all. And they win this game coming back to Philadelphia – at ten and five, feeling good about their chances at either the third or fourth seed.
1: Okay, and then they roll Washington. Absolutely, no discussion needed. Because, because there. Washington, because Washington is a bad football team. Yes. So, so we don't have to uh, do a deep dive on that.
0: No, that is self-explanatory. So, I think I have the Eagles going eleven and five, getting hot at the end of the year, losing only three games after the buy, you have them on a little bit of a skid going 10 and six.
1: Yeah. I, I have them um, sputtering into the playoffs with hopefully an improved outlook at 10 and six. Yeah. I think that's so quick. Take, that's my take.
0: Do you think 10 and six is good enough to make the playoffs and win the division? Or are they going to sneak in as a wild card?
1: I think it's enough to win the division.
0: Um,
1: I think that the division is, no, this does not, reflect how i feel about these teams in the general in the future but i think first year head coaches are they're historically questionable like i've i think that you can have great seasons with seasons with first year head coaches with the fact that with everything going on and the fact that a lot of these teams are going to get a minimalist training camp and not much experience before the season starts i think that so many of them start out too far behind the eight ball to recover. And mm-hmm. I think 10 and six wins the division and uh, is the only team that makes the playoffs out of the NFC East.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think I do think the Cowboys could sneak in as a wild card, but I very much agree with your point about um, first year head coaches in a new city. Um, really struggling. I mean, Matt LaFleur kind of blew broke the trend last year. <gasps> Oh, excuse me
1: well I mean like there's there's usually a, a, a first there's a lot of a lot of great second year head coaches because they've had the time to get their system
0: exactly like,
1: going like uh but let me... even if McCarthy McCarthy doesn't exactly run a, a groundbreaking offense no but I just don't think that it's like NFL players don't don't just show up and they understand how uh like nobody like, this, this is like anything you don't just show up and understand the team chemistry
0: but also um, I think McCarthy really gets um with Dak Prescott and realizes how good he had it with Aaron Rodgers and how much Dak Prescott is limited let me read off to you Dallas's schedule real quick because I think they're in for a brutal season at Los Angeles um Rams that's a prime time okay, game. So that's what, that's Sunday what are, night
1: so it should be the same schedule with, as the Eagles, except which two games? It'll be the games against the Packers and the games in the game, like the Packers, they'll have different. And um,
0: it should be because you
1: don't have to read off the whole one. It should be the, the Packers and the Saints. What two teams? Yeah, but they get the, in the home
0: and away games in the order, I think, absolutely matters. Okay. Okay. So just I'm going to just quick fire and then do a gut reaction.
1: At LA I just Rams. I just know any time here I'm at one percent now, so I'm, okay, you know you may lose me at any second. I
0: right, well then I'll just say I think the Cowboys have a very tough schedule. Combine that with McCarthy's uh, first year head coach. I think it's a tough sledding. I, again, I think the Cowboys are not a tough team, and uh, they missed the playoffs this year. I think you agree. So any final yeah, think- thoughts?
1: Um, no, I think, I don't think the Cowboys have that bad a year as, as we may be thinking, but I think that I don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs is as I guess, I guess my just last take on that one. And, and I don't mean to be, sorry, I don't mean to be like rude and cut you off. Oh no, you're good. Like, like, I just know that, you know, I'm, I'm not joking when I say I'm legitimately at 1% (laughs) and also apologies for, you know, bouncing out two different times throughout this. This is a, I expected to have eaten by the time this started. And It happens. Uh yeah, that this this all happened and I was like, hey, you know what, I'll just do the podcast and when the food gets here I'll set it down.
0: It happens, Uh, man. It's
1: the Mother's Day Madness. Yeah. Well that's I kind of figure that too. I don't wanna be uh I don't wanna be rude to the the people delivering the food, but at the same time I have no idea why the restaurant uh, maybe the restaurant doesn't have the phone number of of the driver. I don't really know, but whatever. All right, any uh,
0: last words before we wrap it on up for the night?
1: I have none.
0: Okay. Then that'll do it for this version of the Yardbirds podcast. Thank you guys for joining us again. And we will see you next week, maybe doing a little bit of uh, work on, I don't know, what should we talk about next week?
1: I don't know. We're at the point in the the offseason where it's like we're about to get into the dead zone of, no news or anything. Maybe we look at the the rest of the NFL, you know, take, yeah. a, take a glance, you know, pick, um, take a, take a look at the drafts the last year and, or the last, this draft and, and take a look at maybe your favorite, uh, okay.
0: Maybe we turn top, into a game top three, you know, good, good.
1: Yeah. Maybe drafts, a game or something, drafts. but yeah, I would say even just take a look at your top three favorite drafts and your top three least favorite drafts. Uh, we don't have to be, uh, don't go, don't go, um, Make the make the Packers off limits.
0: Okay. All right. Just just because right.
1: because that's that's hashed away so much with so many people about how bad that draft is that Yeah, we won't I I don't think we need to <coughs> We
0: won't beat the proverbial dead horse there, so
1: right. Yes, don't don't beat the dead horse, but pick pick a couple other drafts that you like. Sounds good.
0: The next week we're gonna do a little bit more draft talk league wide, so Thank you guys for joining us today. This has been another Yardbirds podcast. Have a good week. Thanks again, guys, for hanging out with us today. Again, this has been the Yardbirds podcast.
1: Peace.